their family. I didn't see you there. What's up, family? And welcome back to another edition of the Crenshaw Corner. I am your host, Sanchez Crenshaw, and as always, I am joined by the absolute best part of my day. That's me, y'all. The apple of my eye. I am. The wind beneath my wings. Be flying. The rib that completes me. Totally complete. The Madeline to my David. What in all the love of television? Madeline and David. You're right, it is a television show. Madeline and David. Sybil Shepard was Madeline. Bruce Willis was David. It was a detective show. It was a detective show. Some fly by night. Blue moon, moonlight, moonlight, moonlighting. There you go. Come I'm Boy, actually, come on, somebody. I'm actually proud of you. Thanks. Give it up, give it up. Give I really up, did not expect up. you to get that one. Really? I really didn't. Honestly? Honestly, I didn't. I didn't think you would get it. So you out here trying to snag me or not snag Trying me, to snag, snag me? <laughs> no, I meant to say I already have you. Wait, We're no. together. We've been together Wait, for 22 not, years. I no, already not, got you. Not snag me, but trip me up. Mm-hmm. You, so you out here purposely trying you're not so you're not you're not trying to like i'm gonna give it so my baby can get it you trying to get it so my baby can't get it is that what's happening no nah, i just didn't think you'd get that one I didn't i'm proud of that, you that was that sounded more like after dark what i just said versus i don't the regular. i'm not touching mm-mm, it mm-mm, not touching mm-mm, it don't at touch all. it don't touch it baby are you gonna no. tell people your name what's going on family what is going on i am angela crenshaw guys what is go win Ooh, that is my what? wife family I'm so excited family, that today That is my wife I'm so I am um, Family Oh my god! So if you've noticed um, You're not originally hearing this episode on a Friday You're not Yeah if you notice actually Friday came <laughs> Friday went And that was not a Crenshaw on episode <laughs> So that leads to the question Well what, what, what happened? happened? <laughs> Why was there not Where were you An guys? episode on Friday Yeah. Well, family, actually, uh, that was all part of the plan. Yes. There is a method to our madness. It is, even though there's a lot of madness. Yeah, it's a lot of madness. But family, the reason is because, very simply, we wanted this particular episode mm-hmm. to air on Friday, not Friday, I'm sorry. It's Monday. Monday, Monday February 7th, 7, 2022. 2022. Uh, and why? There's actually two very particular reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, to us, two very important reasons yeah. why we wanted this particular episode to air on Monday, yeah. February 7th, 2022. Mm. And that's because it's, that date means two very important things to the current show. Yeah. Um, a, it is our 22nd wedding anniversary. <sighs> that's right. So 20, listen, y'all. 22 years. 22 years. But I've been with this incredible and amazing man who has drove me crazy. Wow. I thought yeah. she was just going to keep it no. above board. I thought she was Dro- going to keep drove it loving me cra- I am going to keep it loving oh, Listen, wow. who has drove me crazy, who has drove me to be the best part of myself, the best version of myself, who has drove and rode this journey of our children becoming adults to being grandparents i mean we we've 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 done the thing baby and i want to just say um you know thank you thank you for this journey we have many more to go of course but of course just thank you for the first 22 years yeah has been an amazing incredible journey and i want to just thank you for being the man that you are and the father and grandfather that you are 
And um, people don't know how hard you work on the background of everything as far as being a father and a husband and a grandfather and a friend and all these accolades and a brother and a, and all that good stuff and a, and a son. But they don't know how hard you work at doing this with your own journey and the things that you go through. So I want to just say thank you, babe. I love you so much. Oh, thank you, baby. I love you as You're well. You're welcome. Plus, you got, you got on your anniversary sexy radio voice. I don't know about all Come that. Come on now. Sound all uh, sexy. Go ahead with that girl <laughs> um, But yes yeah, So that's the first thing first So the first thing, thing It's 22 years Of the Crenshaws Being married yeah. uh, Which means The world to us um, mm-hmm. 22 years It seems like A very short amount Of time Yeah But an extended Amount of time yeah. All at the same time So oh, it's kind of crazy I always feel like When people say Oh my god I can't believe Y'all been married that long I feel like We're still babies In the game Yeah I still feel like We're still freshmen here Yeah we're still learning About yeah. marriage We I just feel like we're babies and we're still learning. So it's that. And then secondly, the reason we wanted this particular episode to air on Monday, February Mm -hmm. 7th, um, 2022, is because on February 7th, it's not only our wedding anniversary, Mm -hmm. but it's the anniversary of the Crenshaw Crenshaw Corner. Corner. Oh, my God. And it's been two years. Years that we we have have been on this microphone for two years. Two years. We have been on this journey of podcasting mm-hmm. and um talking therapy sessions yeah, our therapy sessions. our therapy sessions for two years and we have had family members who have been on this journey with us yes. for the last two years yes we've had couples and 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 just girl talks and couple talks and guys talks God and, talks and, and yeah just and single talks single and, talks yeah and we've had over these last two years we've had some of the greatest guests and some of yes. the greatest people oh my god um, that we know um, on these microphones yeah and we've had the opportunity to talk to some of the greatest married married couples yes um some of the some of the most wonderful single people yes and we've just had this the incredible journey yes we've had a, a great time mm-hmm. so there's like i said there's a particular reason we wanted this episode to air on this date uh, once again 22 years of marriage 22. and then two years of the Ooh. crenshaw corner um bae did you think we would make it two years i, I <laughs> That's one of the questions that somebody asked us. Okay, we don't answer yet. So so I'll answer it a little bit later once we do some housekeeping. But we definitely needed to do this first so people can understand. I think that so many people have applauded us because it was like some people don't make it this far podcasting and 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 what do what do you do and we've just been having a great time and we've learned i feel like it's brought our marriage closer because we've had so many great couples that has given us so many great ideas very much and changed our perspective right and it's amazing um because when you look at the statistics of statistics of podcasting mm-hmm. um first of all there's so many the the market is just saturated, um, saturated. <laughs> and with podcasts there's yeah. a lot of voices out there yeah um, amazing voices. amazing voices. voices um but the average podcast when people start this it's like they may get eight nine episodes ten episodes in mm-hmm. and then they disappear yeah, they yeah, decide yeah. they don't want to do it um, and we are over 160 yeah. episodes, episodes in. Wow. Um, we are two years in. in yeah. um, we are in multiple different countries, yeah. um, which is amazing to me. Once again, mm-hmm. and, and we've said this before, So, and this is going to be part of the housekeeping, and I'll get into the housekeeping. Um, but I want to begin with just family thank you. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. Thank you 
for these two years. Yeah. It's, it's we, because of you guys. Yes, it, it cannot be understated yeah. how thankful and how grateful yes. we are to oh you goodness. as the family yes. for listening to us, for accepting, accepting us, us into your home, for yeah. accepting us into your life. Your ears. Your ears, because once again, for a lot of the family members, mm-hmm. we are just two random people mm-hmm. behind a microphone that yeah. happen to, for whatever reason, happen to come across us. And you chose um, us. Yeah. Whether it was you just happen to be looking through your podcast mm-hmm. feed and, and found our podcast yeah. or you happen to be going on social media and saw one of our posts or you happen mm-hmm. to be going to YouTube and saw one of our videos. Yeah. Um, or if someone told you about us or you heard about us right. and you decided to listen and you stayed. Mm-hmm. And once again, thank we do you, not you, take that you. for granted because once again, we are just two random people on a journey. Mm-hmm. Um, we started this as a therapy session for ourselves. Yeah. Um, we started this as a way for an outlet. Um, we started this right as the pandemic yeah. um, was, you know, in full force. And yeah. there was so much uncertainty and there's still so much uncertainty mm-hmm. about the world and life. And we decided, you know what? Let's just start talking. Yeah, and hoping that somebody somewhere could relate or can was, relate. Or yeah. was going through what we were going through and would reach out to us and be like, I'm we're going through what you're going through, or we went through what you went through and here are some ideas. We just wanted different perspective, different thought processes. And so it has been an incredible journey. It has. And then from the birth of that, mm. um, we have family members. And we have family members in all 50 states of the United States of America. Thank you, guys. We have family members in Canada. We have family members in Taiwan. We have family members in France. We have Mm -hmm. family members in Germany. We have family members in Russia. We have family members in Japan. We have family members in Spain. We have family members in the UK. And that's just to name a few. And trust me, when we say family members, you guys are our family. We are our family. Yeah, thank you Um, so so much. And we, we say that, and I know it may seem cliche, um, but we say that because it's because of you why we're able to do this. It's because yeah. of you why we're able to turn these microphones on. It's because of you why we're able to sit down and have real ugly conversations. Yeah. It's because of you uh, why we're able to sit down and have some of the com- have conversations with some of the most wonderful people. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and we look we thank you for two years. Yeah, thank and you. we look forward to two more. Yeah, and two more and yeah. two more. Let's just see where it goes. And we're excited um, to continue to grow the Crenshaw Corner. We're yeah. excited to con- continue to grow the brand. Yeah, of the Crenshaw Corner. Um, we are excited about twenty twenty two. Uh, we've mentioned it before yeah we've mentioned it before um we're gonna do some things yeah, when it comes a, to the crunch our corner yeah, we're gonna do some in 2022 yeah. we're not gonna get into it now yeah but um, but we're excited so family we once again we just thank you thank how you we guys. thank you for listening however you're listening mm-hmm. whether it's on itunes whether it's on uh, podbean whether it's on spotify whether it's on um, amazon music whether it's on google Podcasts whether it's iHeartRadio mm-hmm. or on our own personal website at www.thecrenshawcorner.com. Yeah. We thank you so much for listening. Thank you, guys. Oh, my goodness. For our new family members. What's going on? Welcome. Welcome, guys. We welcome you. And we're so happy to have you. Yeah. For our returning family members, you What's already up, know how we returning? feel about you. Come on now. Now, please, our new family members, do not misunderstand. Yes, we love you, too. We love you. We love you. 
we honor you. We mm-hmm. appreciate you. Yes, We're we grateful do. for you. Yes, we are. Um, but there is just something about those returning family members. Yes. That continue to listen, that continue to reach out, that continue mm-hmm. to provide feedback, that continue to give love. Yeah. Um, we just thank you guys so much. Thank you guys so much. Now, just to understand, first timers, that you said to yourself, well, how, how, how did I become a part of the family? Just by listening to us, you just became all, a part of our family. That's all it took. That's all it took. All it how took. do I become a returner? And once you listen to us, another time you Listen are a returner again. and a returner and returner and returner and bring somebody with you bring a friend bring, bring another friend. family member bring somebody with you make it a consistent thing because yeah. we're going to be here for you we're going to so, be here and know that we love you guys so much whether you're a returner or a new person because a new person's a returner so we're excited about that too as well yeah so we love you and as always welcome to the cookout yeah um, make sure you bring some of them forward so you can what back take some with you a so crenshaw you nugget a different perspective a aha, a aha moment. moment just take something take with something you with you i just gotta say this what's up baby? this is crazy we've been married 20 this okay so 22 we've been years. married 22 years 22 years and it's two years two years on a podcast, on the podcast and this is the sex the second year i mean the second month of uh, the year uh, and we in 2022 a lot of twos a lot of twos i feel like that's double 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 double, double, double portion double portion double portion this is the year double portions yeah. for people and i want to say this to you family guys double portions i speak double portion over your lives and i hope that you guys receive it and you don't just think that we're just saying that i really believe that god is going to bless yeah. you in this year and i ask that he bless the work of your hands and that double portion just double portion, double portion the overflow yes ma'am overflow i'm sorry carry on with no, your I, hey i love it i love it <laughs> and then family as always we consider ourselves an interactive podcast yes which means we can be found on the socials mm-hmm. um, we're on instagram yep. we're on facebook we all on the crenshaw corner yep and of course you can email us at any time at the crenshaw corner gmail.com Yes. Once again, the Crenshaw Corner gmail.com. And then, family, as I mentioned before, um, we can be found on YouTube. Yes. We do have a YouTube channel. Yes, we do. Um, it's the Crenshaw Corner. Mm-hmm. Um, there you will find some of my favorite content which is my wife's moo moments um, Angela does these segments called moo moments um, it's, you just have to watch them uh, it's, I'll be having to get stuff off my chest yeah it's her getting things off her chest um, it's a lot of great information she provides um, you will actually find also episodes of the podcast where we've recorded some of our podcasts yeah. so it's just some really good content there we feel some really good content yeah so please go to the YouTube channel, subscribe, yeah. um, watch a video, share the videos, like a videos, comment on the videos. Yeah. Um, also click the notification bell on the videos to be notified when we upload new content. Yes, yes, yes. yes. And yes, yeah, so family, yeah. So yeah. baby, there you go. Housekeeping is done. Thank now, you. Now, even though it's the anniversary show, mm-hmm. um, a two-time anniversary show, mm-hmm. um, I have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> well, what so I, what's going on? So what I did was I... Um, compiled some questions that people okay. have been asking um, in reference to it. They were asking more about um, about being married and us being married for 22 years. So they wanted um, some advice. A couple of people did ask about um, the Crenshaw Corner. Right. And so let's go back to the, okay, so let's go back to the first question. Did, did I believe that we would make it for two years? Right. right. Because um, one of the questions was, how has the Crenshaw Corner fair in these two years do do we think that we've done well and um 
you know the crazy part about that i don't know if we've done well and i don't know if we've done bad i just know that we we're moving and right. we're doing we never try to figure out what we're doing good or what we're doing bad we do want to be the best version of ourselves for you guys but we also want to be transparent we're just doing this every day not knowing what we're doing we're learning though we're learning we've as learned, we go we, we learn as we go yeah. and i think for us to be doing this for two years i think we've done an incredible job yeah and not because we're in different countries and not because we're in different states and not because um any of those things but because of the people who email us the people who text us the people who call us and be like i had an aha moment or they say hey by the way i see you and sanchez was talking about this have y'all ever thought about this and we right. have like whoa or the couples who actually call us and be like hey why we ain't been on your show uh-huh just like that why we ain't been on why your we show been and so it's those small things that may seem small but they're so huge for us right and so i don't know i can't say yeah we did great i just we always knew that what we wanted to do is if we could just bless one couple like one couple yeah. we were okay if every time we could that's a turn, win turn this mic that's on, a success exactly and we bless one couple we were successful then right we were good and we've heard from couples that said that was so helpful and thank you so much for being transparent and thank you for telling the truth or thank you for being you know because i don't know we'd be crazy up on this microphone and thank you for making my day making making my morning better because i was cracking up thank you for giving morning. me a laugh all day yeah. exactly so that's where i think for us for me personally i think the success is in, in those areas for me not in the and i'm i'm so excited i'm hear my heart i'm excited about the countries and the states and everybody right. but i'm just saying in those little things that people think is little is really big to us because it means so much to us right how do you feel about the two years i think whether and i don't know if it's good bad or indifferent mm -hmm. but i don't think we ever went into it um thinking about if we're going to be doing this for a year or if we're going to be doing it for exactly. two years. Mm -hmm. I don't think we ever thought about that. I don't think so. It was a situation where, and we've mentioned this before, um, it, was a it was an outlet and a therapy session okay. with us, for, for us. us. Yeah. Because we were in uncharted waters. Yeah. And when it came to, because once again, this podcast was birthed out of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. It was birthed out of the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah. Um, where we were confined to our homes and, pretty much the entire world was shut, shut down. down. Yeah. Um, we couldn't move around the earth like we were used to doing. Mm -hmm. We were we were working from home, which was yeah. a new experience. New experience um, not only are we working from home, but we're working from home in, in smaller confined quarters. Yeah. yeah so we're having yeah, yeah. to maneuver around that. We're having to figure out, okay, well, what is your workspace going to be? What is my workspace mm -hmm. going to be? Yeah. I have meetings that I have to talk and present. Yeah. What does that look like for you? Because you also, at that time, I think you were doing the contact center or you were doing... Mm -mm. I was... No, I I was in training. You were in training. I was in training. For the caseworker. Mm -hmm. And so, and, and you're learning something new. So you need quiet and space. But yeah. I have these meetings pretty much throughout the entire day. So how, what is this going to look like? What is it going to look like where we are used to, we're used to being away from each other right. for a certain amount of time uh, during the day. Yeah. And now we're always with each other exactly like there is no space there is no break right because we actually worked which was crazy i don't know why we did this but we actually worked in the same room so i was on one part so, of the well, you were room, one side of the room i was on the other. other side of the room and so i'm trying to concentrate on training and he talking loud not intentionally but about his meetings and all this other stuff and then what the pandemic did for us is there was no there were no buffers anymore there right. was there was no way that those hard conversations could not be had because he said he couldn't say or I couldn't say I'm going to the store 
I'm going to the mall. Right. I'm going here. I'm going there. There was no going. There was nowhere to go. There was nowhere to go. So we birthed this by saying, you know what? If we're going through this, it got to be somebody going through this. So let's go ahead and tell let's our truth it. and what's happening in pandemic and what is what is happening for us and where our feelings are and what the what bought up what surfaced at yeah. the, in that time and, some, and a lot of things surfaced and some real honest and we talk about it all the time mm-hmm. real honest ugly conversations yeah so when we when we talk about so when we talk about did i think we would be here two years mm-hmm. no because that thought process really never yeah, crossed my it, mind and like i said i don't know yeah. if that's a good thing or bad thing or indifferent right uh, because when it comes to it, there was no planning when it came to the yeah. longevity mm-hmm. of what we were doing we just was so we were happy just to do it yeah but then also when it comes to the question of a success mm-hmm. um yes i love the fact that we are in multiple we're in multiple countries mm-hmm. i love the fact that we're on multiple content um con- um, continents, continents is what yes, I'm trying sir. to say. You got it. I love the fact that we are in every state mm-hmm. in the continental United States. Um, but that's not the part for me that's mm-hmm. a success. Mm-hmm. Um, even though it's wonderful and I love the family and please keep listening and please keep being a part of this journey. Yeah. But for me, this, this is, the success mm-hmm. um, is, is the fact that we've always been true mm-hmm. to who we are. Yeah. That mm-hmm. we've always been true to the family. Yeah, we've always been transparent. Yeah, um, we get on this. We get on these microphones, mm-hmm. and what what we don't do is we don't try to sugarcoat mm-hmm. what's going on. We don't sugarcoat if there's a problem that we're going that we're going through. Mm-hmm. We have an honest conversation with the family. We mm-hmm. tell them, guys, we didn't like each other before we turn on these microphones. Yeah. Or last week we had this particular blowout, and and yeah. we have these honest conversations. And the reason I feel like that's a success is because it's allowed other married couples mm-hmm. and other couples that that are going through something similar or right. that's been through something similar mm-hmm. or and they couldn't figure out a way to, to work it out. It opened up a door for conversations for them. And yeah. so when we hear the stories of the family that said, hey, you know, I listened to your podcast or I listen or watch the video and you guys said this and it opened up a conversation for me and my spouse to have. Yeah. And for me, that's the success. Yeah, absolutely. So I so when we ask the question, do we feel as though the podcast has been successful? I'm going to say yes in that regard. Mm-hmm. Um, because we've touched at least one family one family yeah you know and and that one family matters yeah because what happens is when the, somebody in their family is going through the similar situation they can glean from what we said and what they've learned on their own to be able to bless the next couple right so it's kind of like the perk commercial is it perk depends and on what so you're talking on, about and so on and so on was it perk uh, yeah. I, don't know. I think it, it was, like, was might have been and so on and so on and so on. Might have been perfect. So that might have been before my time too. Don't do that. That sounds like before my time. <laughs> don't do that, bro. Don't do it. Don't do it. I'm don't just do saying. It. Don't do it, Kenny Gardner. But anyway, wow. so it's just like we just want to make sure that we're being our best authentic selves. Yeah. That we're not trying to be anything else. It's, this is what we bring to the table. So yeah, I'm with you. So the next question. What's the next question? All right, hold on. Let me let me open it back up. Okay, well, get your notes. Get, get your my notes. notes. Um, the next question is, um, they want to ask us, what do you do, what do you do when socially, um, socially, and every I'll just put, what do you do when you don't have the same taste in music, movies, or whatever with your significant other? What do you? 
Oh, what do you? I, I get the question. First of all, that's us in a that's us in a nutshell. I was like, who's telling our business in the street? Yeah, because we don't have the same taste. In, we don't have and nothing. Pretty much nothing. Nothing, guys. When it comes when to it anything com- entertainment, anything when it comes to anything, <laughs> when it comes to anything, written word, <laughs> literature, <laughs> movies. We don't have the same taste. Podcast, podcast. We don't have the same taste. YouTube in videos, nothing. Uh, I'm gonna answer that question. I'm gonna answer it first. Go ahead, go for and it. And then you go for it. I just want to know who was in my business. Who wrote this? Somebody's in our house. Yeah. Somebody got some bugs in our house. I look later who see question who was in our yeah. business. I'm gonna. Re- a matter of fact, I'm gonna email yeah. them about this. So, what do you do when you and your spouse are opposites? It's mm-hmm. basically what I hear from mm-hmm. the question. Yeah. For me, I'm going to say the very first thing you do. Wait, but only they only talk about opposites in the social aspect of yeah. like movies and music and I stuff that. like that. Okay. What I'm going to say is that first of all, respect the difference. Mm-hmm. That's going to be the very first thing. Mm-hmm. Respect the difference. Respect the fact that you and your spouse does not have the same taste in music. <laughs> respect the fact that you don't have the same taste in movies. Mm-hmm. Um, to start there. <laughs> Secondly, mm-hmm. is that be when you when you don't have the same taste, be open. Mm-hmm. Try it. At least try it once. Mm-hmm. Watch one of their random movies with them at least one time. Listen to one of their random songs at oh, least one time. Lord, try it one time, y'all. One time. You may enjoy it. You may. But even if you don't, what when you what happens is that when you do that, because a lot of the times when you when you're doing things in a marriage, Mm -hmm. you're doing things not for self. Mm -hmm. Because I I need you to understand the joy that you will give your spouse Mm -hmm. for coming into their world. Mm -hmm. And and I are the same way. I am and guys, you've listened to us for long in a family, you know. When it comes to things like that, Ange and I are polar opposites. (laughs) All of those, yeah. My beautiful wife, she's more of the romantic, romantic, the rom coms. Mm-hmm. You know, she likes her Legally Blonde. She likes her Miss Congeniality. Those mm-hmm. two of her favorite movies. Yeah. You know, those are the things. You know, she likes her. She hasn't watched it in a, in a very long time, but she likes her Grey's Anatomy, mm-hmm. her um, Desperate Housewives shows like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, those are the kind of stuff she watched. Where me, I'm a, I'm a sci-fi person. Oh lord. You know, I am a Star Wars, Star Trek. I'm a Star Trek Deep Space Nine, Star mm-hmm. Trek Voyager. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm going to throw one at you. I'm going to give you a throwback. Mm-hmm. I'm a Stargate oh, um, good, person. Good, good gracious, you know, baby. That, those are the type of stuff I love you to watch. Throwback, you just went back. Yeah. You know, and but my wife doesn't, she doesn't, it doesn't float her boat. Mm-mm. You know, stuff like that doesn't amuse her. Mm-mm. But when she takes the time to sit down with me and watch one, and and watch a sci-fi movie with me or mm-hmm. or go to a marvel because those are some of my favorite like right now those really the only movies i will go to the mm-hmm. the theater to see yeah, it's marvel. there's only two movies right there's only two movie franchises that as of right now i will actually go pay money to see in a movie theater mm-hmm. those that's the marvel franchise mm-hmm. and the john wick franchise mm-hmm. those are really it anything yeah. else i'll just catch it when i catch it catch it when you catch it yeah so when my wife first came to me and said bae Let's go to a Marvel movie. I was dumbfounded. I was shocked <laughs> that the fact that it, that she was willing to do that, yeah. even though I knew it was not something that she enjoyed yeah. or even something that she understood because of the lore and the background and the legacy of Marvel. Because you got to know everything yeah, to which enjoy is, any of them, but that's okay. Yeah, which is something she was never into. Mm-hmm. But the fact that she was willing to come into my world yeah. for, those, for that you know hour and a half, two hours, whatever it was, yeah. meant everything to me. Yeah. So when you find yourselves in a situation where you and your spouse are polar opposites when it comes to your likes, when it comes to mm-hmm. your movies, your entertainment, your music, mm-hmm. 
sometimes you just have to sacrifice just for the joy of your spouse. Yeah. Because and you might sorry, surprise yourself and like it. Yeah. I just want to say that part. But go ahead. No, you might. And just the the joy that it will give them. The best time and our one of the most best most best that ain't that's not proper right. English, but I'm gonna go with that right now. One of the most enjoyable times that I've had recently, mm-hmm. uh, and I family we've talked about this before. One of my entertainment pleasures as well. I'm a gamer. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm 44 and I'm a gamer, and I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been a I've been a gamer all my life. Right. You know, I and I'm okay with that. Yeah. I started with the Atari um, 1600. No, you're just pulling all those stuff yeah, out right now. That was my first gaming <laughs> system. I had the Atari 1600. Not the Atari 1600, With baby. the black joysticks that only, that only had one button, that only had the one red button. You're doing it, Dave. You're yeah, doing it. With the cartridge, you had to blow on and pop in there just right to make sure it Get played. The dust out. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I was playing Pong and Tank. Pong and Tank. Yeah. So, you know, I wasn't playing any games. Yeah, so I've, from there to now with the PlayStation 4 and 5, you know, so I've been gaming all my life. Mm-hmm. And so one of the best things happened is that I was sitting on the couch one day mm-hmm. and I was gaming. I was just playing some random games. And my, out of the blue, Ann just came. She sat down with me and she said, show me what you're doing. I want to play. That's where I Let me wrong. play. That's where I went wrong. Yeah. And I put in a game that I that because she's never played a video game before in her life. <laughs> so I put in a game that okay, I Okay, wait. I play Pac-Man. Okay, you play Pac-Man. And um in Centip- 1963. Centipede. Centipede. It's Centipede. <laughs> Correction. I'm sorry. Thank you. So she's played Pac-Man and Centipede <laughs> in 1963. Whatever. I played. Yeah. But no, and she said, and so I put on a game that I thought would be kind of easy for her to, to grasp. Wait initially. a minute, bro. Hold no, I, no, it was Spider-Man first before I even went to Far Cry. Oh, okay. So he's playing okay. Spider-Man okay. first. Okay, that didn't go well. Yeah, dog. so he's playing, he's playing Marvel Spider-Man, and she sat down, and, and she got to control, and I gave her some tips, and she asked me questions. And then for the next 15, 20 minutes, we just sat down, and we just played video games together. But Spider-Man, here's my problem with Spider-Man. Spider-Man wouldn't do right. I couldn't get him up the wall. Because you like wouldn't I, push the I, right I, button. I kept trying to get him up the wall, but he kept going other places. He was very disrespectful. He was doing what you was telling him no, to do. No, so I didn't want to do that no more. So then I thought, uh, you know, I'm from straight from Brooklyn. I'm from the hood. You know what I'm saying? So he put on Far, far Cry. Far Cry like 5. Killer. Yeah. It's like a killer. First like, person shooter. First, you know, I'm a, I'm a, yeah, no, I'm, a, I'm a hood chick. It didn't, it didn't go Y'all, well for her. She kept rolling up to the end and he's getting stabbed in the neck. I kept getting stabbed going? in the neck. <laughs> kept, it was like it was like fast kills too. Like they didn't even give me opportunity to get Yeah, she didn't last long at all. I didn't I don't I feel like games should let you get yourself together. Nah, they didn't let me get myself together. Nah, you didn't even pull your weapon, they they took yeah, you out. But everything was a stab to the neck. I, I I guess I don't know if I was going to the left. Maybe I just was going the right direction. <laughs> And I felt like he wasn't helping me, giving me the right codes or what I'm supposed to do because no. I kept getting killed. So, but it was the, <laughs> the joy I had um, just sitting down with her, um, with her actually show, just showing interest in things that I like. Yeah. And just coming and being a part, even if it was, like I said, it was only for 15 or 20 minutes. Um, and it was the most fun <laughs> that I've had playing video a video game. In decades because I was getting killed and no it was just the fact that you for that moment just wanted to be a part of what you of, were part of yeah just yeah. wanted to be a part that had nothing to do with anything else but just being a part yeah of what I was a part of yeah and so what I would say once again so for the family members who 
find themselves in a situation where yeah. you may have a spouse that's a gamer, you could care less about games, or you may have a spouse that's into a certain genre of mo- a genre of movie that you could care less about, or uh, or books that you can care less about. Mm-hmm. Um, just take the time, just for fifteen to twenty minutes, yeah, and just go sit down and let them explain it to you, yeah, or watch it with them, or or read a chapter with them, or play the game with them, yeah. and just look at the joy that it gives to them. Yeah. So that's what I would say. I don't know what you would say. I know that was kind of a long-winded answer. No, it wasn't. I, I'm kind of with you on that. Just being able to understand that you're not going to have the same things, but you can find something in the middle as well. We did. This was this blew me and Sanchez mind from back in the day till now. We anything on TV, we we would just go ahead and split up in rooms, like baby, because ain't no way I'm watching this. But then one day we found a show about five or six years ago that we actually love and we would meet in the bedroom and be like, yo, our show coming on. Project, Project Runway. Runway. Yeah, Project Runway. Blew our mind that we both like Project Runway. Yeah. And we would watch that and that was our thing, our night, our time. So it's 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 also looking around because I would have never thought he would watch Project Runway. I never thought I would watch. I know. I never thought I would be watching Project yeah, Runway. That was not my I'm thing. I'm not a designer. Mm-hmm. I have no desire to be a designer. Right, exactly. I don't want to design clothes. None of that. None of that. But we ran across it and we said, "Hey, let's try this." And we both and we loved it. So we knew we had a thing. So you may want to. It might want to go out of the box per se, right? Um, and not just go with what he loves and what you love or what she loves and what, but find something that you guys can love together. Same thing with music. Me and Sanchez are no, y'all. Well, first of all. His cut don't do that. You would have to like music. I do like music. My wife, I like music. My wife does not like music. I do. And here's how I know how my wife doesn't like music. Because <laughs> I like pretty much any type of music that's ever been made. Yes. And his 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 album. Am I saying that? His album collection is ridiculous. You don't yeah. even know. You don't. You would if you came in our house. You would know who he was because his 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 thought process to music is so huge. Yeah. Because and and we've had this conversation before. But within my record collection. I have everything from Johnny Cash mm-hmm. to Queen mm-hmm. to Amy Winehouse mm-hmm. to Bob Marley mm-hmm. to um, Van Morrison mm-hmm. to Three Dog Night. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have a little bit of every uh, Luther Vandross and Nita Baker. Baker. Yes. I got a little bit of everything. And you don't like George, any George Benson. George Benson. No, I do. Grover Washington Jr. I only want to listen Miles to Davis. One, think, who do I want to listen to? Miles Davis. Miles Davis. That's all you want to listen to is my Miles Davis. I just want to listen to Miles Davis. Yeah, it. It, nobody need to say nothing. See, they, everybody, well, he just—they're talking too much for me. <laughs> they just saying stuff. I don't care. Miles is giving me what I need. See, that's that. Is that what Miles giving you? Is that what he's giving you? So I like that. So when he plays that, he know I'm good. He don't got to worry himself about nothing. So that's another place that we found our ground. The reason why. um I know he loves Marvel. And so I was like, I don't know anything about Marvel. You know, really him and his children have deep thought conversations about Marvel movies. Yeah, we have deep intellectual conversations about the Marvel movies. They they do like round tables. I'm not lying, guys. And they break it down from when it was a a car, I guess a cartoon. Comics. Started with a comic. Comic book. Some some were turned into cartoons. And and they bring it all the way up. So they, I'm not involved in that. But I saw the joy that it brought him and I was like, I'm willing to give it a chance because if he's in the room with me and I'm watching one of those like 
Miss Congeniality or Legally Blonde Legally or whatever, blonde. and he's in there, he'll get caught up in it and be like, I'm not doing this with you today, baby. Why am I caught up in this movie? So it, he, because he could walk away and go, we have other rooms, yeah. you know, that he could. So if he's putting the effort to do that and stay, to even just stay in the room, I can definitely put an effort to go to some of his movies. And I think that's where I had to tell myself, it's not about the movie. It's not about the show. It's about us being together. It's not about the thing itself. Yeah, it's about us being yeah, together. It's just about us, mm-hmm. us having that connection, connection for that moment mm-hmm. and us having that bonding experience for that moment. Exactly. That really has nothing to do with that particular property or that mm-hmm. particular the song or yeah. the movie or the mm-hmm. whatever. It's just it gives us a connection for that moment and it gives us time mm-hmm. to bond. One of the most awkward, beautiful moments I think I know what you about to talk that about. we've had oh my God. in the 22 years of being together. There was this point in time where all my beautiful wife did was get movie premiere tickets. Mm-hmm. I don't know how she did it, but like every movie we that- never, For like two years, we Yeah, for, for no like movies. two years straight, we never paid for movies. Never. She got, she always ended up finding or getting or winning or obtaining- um, movie premiere tickets mm-hmm. and during that that season in her life she was a huge fan mm-hmm. of sex in the city sex in the city. she was a huge fan i mean like watch the watch yeah. the episode we we had cable only for her to be able to watch <laughs> because we're not a cable family we're not, we're a, not cable a cable family, family. <laughs> we don't keep cable long like right mm-hmm. now we don't have cable mm-hmm. we don't it's just not something we do right and so but we had cable just for her to be able to watch sex in the city yeah and then this was when the, the time where they were huge and they did the movie. Yeah. Sex in the City, the movie. And my wife got premiered and got tickets mm. for it. And I don't think initially she thought I was going to go with her. I didn't. Uh, but she posed the question. She's like, Bay, uh, I got these tickets. Uh, I don't really want to tell you what the movie is, but I want to know if you want to go with me. <laughs> she told me. I was like, yeah, let's do it. Let's go. I was blown away. I was like, by the time it's time for us to go, he's going to change his mind and be like, nah, baby, I'm not going to go no see no sex in the city. But he went. But I went. But the, here's the thing. There was a long line because they were premiere tickets. So it was first come, first serve. Family, understand. It was Listen. like, I never, the, the only thing I, the only thing I can equate it to mm-hmm. is like, if you've ever seen a line for like when a new iPhone comes out. <laughs> And and the line that yes. that forms for people waiting to, mm-hmm. to buy a new iPhone, mm-hmm. that's what it was like. It was like just hundreds of people in line. Right. No, not hundreds, hundreds of women. Actually, I take that back. In line. Hundreds of women. <laughs> and as the line is growing. And, and it's just more women are coming. coming. And I mean, and groups of them, like it got. was mothers and daughters and sisters and aunties and best friends. And it was mm-hmm. just. It was a girl's night out. Yeah, it was a girl's night, night out. out. And in the midst of all these women. There he is. There I am. And so I had women ask, like, is that your husband? And I'm like, yeah. How did you get him here? Oh, my God. They looking at him and they was like, we so. I mean, they was like patting him on the back like he had did the greatest thing I was getting ever. high fives from strange women. I didn't know. <laughs> I mean, like, no, seriously. I had this old, these old older women just coming up to me, just high fiving me. Like we're so proud. Was like of you. you go, boy. Yeah, you so like, proud. Like I didn't of you. do anything but stand here. Listen, because everybody was like, our husbands would have not come. How did you do it? And I honestly said, I just asked him. And I and the reason why we're both telling you this, to be honest, is because 
you got to ask yourself, did you do the ask? Yeah, did you do that? Did you do the ask? Or did, or did you, did you just assume, assume exactly that they, he or she would not come or go? Yeah. yeah. Did you just assume it's not their cup of tea, so yeah. there's no need to me asking? Exactly. Or, or did you just assume mm-hmm. where they're going to say no anyway, so I'm not even going to set myself up for failure? Yeah, exactly. And it's a here's the thing about a question. Mm-hmm. It's 50-50 all the time. Yeah. Any question you ask, no matter what, it's 50-50 all the time. <laughs> no matter what. Either they're going to answer the question or they're not going to answer yeah. the question. Are they either going to say yes it's or they're going to say, say yes no. or no. <laughs> exactly. But any question you ask is a 50-50 proposition anytime. Yeah, absolutely. So, so going in knowing your odds are 50-50. It's, that's you, a good odds though. You might as well go ahead and ask the question. <laughs> Just go for it. Just go for it. Absolutely. Let me see. There's another one. Let me what see. What else you got? Um, okay. It says, how, okay. I don't know what she want me to say, but how do you allow yourself to open up in a relationship? Oh, okay. I like that question. Mm-hmm. You want to go first? You want me to go first? I'm going to go first. Let me see what you got. Okay. You know, I love when I'm just asking a question. I'll be letting you answer everything. I got you. So how do you allow yourself to open up in a relationship mm-hmm. yeah that's that's the question right that's what it says I'm, that's what she got okay. typed here the my what i would say and once again i've said this before mm-hmm. i'm not a therapist nope i just play one on the radio yep we are not therapists so, so let's do that understand. disclaimer we're not this yeah therapist. we're not therapists um listen we're not telling you what to do and how to do it yeah. in a relationship not being a relationship break up a relationship that is not what we're doing what i am as a person has had a, a lot of life experience mm-hmm. Um, a lot of life experience when it comes to heartache, uh, when it comes to pain, when yeah. it comes to joy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and that's what I speak from. I speak yeah. from my from life experience. Mm-hmm. So when you ask me the question, how do you allow yourself to open up in a relationship? For me, the key word in that sentence mm-hmm. is allow. Mm-hmm. You first have to allow yourself mm-hmm. to be open. Mm-hmm. You have to give yourself permission. First of all, and when I say this, I know it sounds crazy, but you have to give yourself permission to be hurt. Mm. Here's what I mean by that. Because anytime you go into a relationship, there is always a possibility of being hurt. Mm. And when people think about being hurt in a relationship, they think about um, the person leaving me or the mm-hmm. person cheating on me. They, they go to the extremes. Yeah, extremes. But being in a relationship is pain every day. Mm. They may say something that you don't like. Mm-hmm. Um, you may want them to do something that they don't want to mm-hmm. do. You may want them to go somewhere they don't want to go. Yeah. And your feelings get hurt. Your feelings get hurt. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be where you're excited. And this, to be honest, this happens to Angie and I all the time where she is so excited about something. Super excited. She is super excited. Mm-hmm. And she comes to me with this excitement and she's happy about what she's talking about. And it's not that I don't care mm-hmm. about what she's talking about. Mm-hmm. It's just I don't have the same excitement. He, he, he doesn't match my excitement. Yeah, I don't match her. I don't match her level of excitement when it comes to it. And it's, it's and it's not intentional. Mm-hmm. But when it happens, it hurts her feelings. Yeah. And I can see it. I see the change and I see the level and the knob being turned down. Yeah. And it's not intentional. And if you're not careful, then you if you're not careful to understand what that is it's going to be hard for you to open up you're going to shut down immediately and be like won't do that no more yeah that's not going to happen to me again again so the first the first thing mm-hmm. is that you have to allow yourself to be hurt mm-hmm. and once you once you get into a position where you allow yourself to be hurt then what you do is that you learn the person mm-hmm. and here's what i mean by that 
Because the only way that you're going to allow yourself to open up within a relationship is that you have to feel comfortable mm-hmm. that what you bring to the relationship is not going to be misused. Right. You put your guard down. Right. So, and the only way you're going to get to the point where you feel as though what you're bringing to the, to the relationship is not being misused, mm-hmm. you have to learn the other person. You have to know the other right. person. Because first of all, no, you sh- day one, you're not going to be totally vulnerable and totally open to a person that you just met mm-hmm. because that you're, you're That's, truly setting yourself, yourself up for failure. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to take the time to learn the other person, to mm-hmm. learn their motives, to learn what are they bringing to the table, to learn, you know, are they, are they here for me? Mm-hmm. Are they here for something else? Right. So it's a learning process. It's a learning experience. Mm-hmm. And then what you have to do, it's okay. Test the person. Mm-hmm. Give them small amounts of information first. Give them thing. Give them little pieces first. See what they do with mm-hmm. it, and and then as you do that, as you give them little pieces of information, because the thing about trust, trust has to be earned. It trust does. has to be gained. It has to be. And the only way that you're going to allow yourself to open up in a relationship is that first you have to. There has to be a trust factor. Mm-hmm. I have to trust that if I give my wife something Mm -hmm. that she's not going to a use it against me, right? That she's not going to use it to tear me down, right? That she's going to protect it Mm -hmm. and that she's going to what, if it's something that's, if it's something that's hurting me, that she's going to help me and walk me through it. So allow yourself to be open. So first of all, allow yourself to be vulnerable, Yeah. allow yourself to be hurt, Mm -hmm. but then also allow trust to come in, learn the person that you're with, and then build that trust. Absolutely. That makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. I hope that makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. I think um, my short answer in reference to that question is that when you say um, opening yourself up, the first thing I come to is like, what does that mean when you say allow yourself to open up in a relationship? And I think because everybody's open is different than everybody else is open. This is right? true. So, and I think that you have to, like Cynthia said, you have to be careful. You can open yourself up, um, but it needs to be slowly. Sometimes we want to, we want to put all our walls down and give everything to somebody. I think it takes time. I think it's day by day, second by second, minute by minute. I think it's where you begin to build a relationship of trust where your openness will happen. That's what I believe. When I can trust you, if I can trust you with small stuff, then I can begin to let my walls down. I can trust you with the big stuff. And that's where the open relationship comes in at. Right. You Ooh. know, and that's only going to be by trust and again, by trial and error. Right. And when it comes to you saying, St. Jesus was saying, you have to allow yourself to get hurt. The whole process of this is a lot of people don't open up themselves because they don't want to be hurt. Right. right? They're so afraid of being hurt. Exactly. But when you say to yourself, I may, um, I may, and again, we're going back to 50 50. I may get hurt. I may, I not, may get not get hurt. And I'm going to have to be open to that. I'm going to have to be okay with that. Yeah. So, as far as being open up to a relationship with someone else, you need to be open and honest with yourself first. Um, in reference to a relationship and how much are you willing to give. And then at that point, if they are deemed trustworthy then at that point you can slowly yeah. you know open up to them so i hope that we answered that question i don't know baby i don't know they'll tell us if we didn't yeah, yeah, you know they always tell us they something. Do. okay it says um how do you correct someone if they're doing something helpful but not to your standard so you correct do you correct them or do you allow it to aggravate you <laughs> i'm gonna let you answer that one i'm gonna let what? you answer that one because that's your life that's your life <laughs> So I'm going to let you answer that one first. 
because I know that stuff I do that aggravate you. Okay, here's the thing. When it comes to them doing something that's helpful, it's it's twofold. I'll give you, for instance, uh, we can use the bed. How about the bed? Let's use the bed. I can use the bed. Use the bed. Okay. Two things that happens when Sanchez makes up the bed. When he makes up the bed, I used to like wait till he wasn't looking and shift it or move or fix it properly to the way that I did like but not recognizing that when I did that don't use he, the word properly because I didn't do it improperly okay I didn't well, make up the bed the, improperly the way that I think the bed should be made up there you go and I would fix it to my liking but the only thing was what I didn't realize is that when I do that because he did it, he did the way that he liked it when I changed it he noticed Right, and then I guess he just—I guess he went and got a scoreboard, right? Um, mm-hmm. And really, and at that point, he was like, "Well, I might as well not make up the bed no more, because I was you coming right behind me and fixing it. So yeah. what am I making up the bed for, right? Why am I wasting my time? Why if you're am I wasting redo it? Exactly. And so we had to come to a neutral ground when it came to make up the bed, because even though it aggravated me the way that he makes up the bed, he made up the bed. You know what I'm saying? And what I don't want to to do is discourage him from making up the bed. Because if I discourage him from making up the bed, then guess what? I'm always making up the bed. So I'm, that, that, sound, right. that, that sounds a little bit selfish, but it's the truth, you right? That right? And so what you want to do is to, to see if the, what you're aggravated about is really even to be aggravated about, right? See how much of that is coming out of your life, how much energy it takes to be aggravated about something that someone is doing and if they're not doing it to your standards. So, because the question was not that they're not doing anything. The the question was when they do something that is helpful because that's what you said, it's helpful, but it's just not done the way that you like it. What do you correct them or be aggravated? Well, the moment that you allow them to do it, you should not be aggravated at all because you relinquish power to them at that point. Does right. that make sense? I re- when I say Sanchez make up the bed, I relinquish all power to him to make up the bed how he deemed. At that point, it became necessary. my task. It's it became, no longer your task. That's your task. And so, if you want a particular a particular way, you should have th- did it. Then you need to to take hold of that and let that be your thing. All the time Right Right So And again You gotta realize too That we're all raised different So Where Let's for instance Let's say clean up the bedroom Right Okay So cleaning up the bedroom Sanchez makes up the bed He vacuums He does all of that The only thing that he doesn't Do that bothers me And I know what he's about to say I'm not a duster Yes, he don't dust. I'm not going to dust. I'm not a duster. He's not a duster. My mother made me do it as a child. I refuse to do it as an adult. He's not a duster. So I'm looking like, baby, you done vacuum, you done, you done sprayed, and you, I mean, the room looking gorgeous. But about this dust on your nightstand, he was like, it's just going to stay. I like the dust. That's what what he told me. I like the dust. It's ambiance. It brings character. It brings character. And that bothers me, aggravates me so much. I'm like, for me, when you're doing a room, dusting is part of the criteria of doing the room. But in his mind, that is not part of the criteria of cleaning a room. So for me, I had to go, okay, hold on. So vacuuming is his criteria. Making the bed is his criteria. Spraying, making everything real good. He even do my decorative pillows well, ladies. Oh my God, I'm so excited. He used to them, but he does it so well. So if the only thing is dusting and I'm aggravated, then girl, just go dust. Just go dust. Because in his mindset, he's done. He's done the room wonderfully. Dusting is not in his in his thing. For me, when it comes to the bedroom, I will dust. I will make up the bed. I will do all of that. But a sister ain't vacuuming. That ain't in my, and that irks him because he's like not in your wheelhouse. He that irks him yeah. because he's a vacuumer and he's like, so you go, 
baby, you're not going to. I'm looking at him like, what he want me to do? I don't want yeah. a vacuum. Family, she hasn't touched a vacuum since 1963. <laughs> I don't like the vacuum. That's the last time. And the only rooms is the bedrooms that need to be vacuumed. But he understood at that point that's like, do you still get aggravated about it? Or you just know that no, it's not I mine. I already know that you're not going to do it. Mm-hmm. I know that you don't like to do it. Mm-hmm. So I just do it. If mm-hmm. I want it done, I just do it. Exactly. Because, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was saying, so when you when you thinking about that in reference to when you say correcting them, make sure if, if you feel like you need to correct, I don't think you should if they're being helpful, but in, and they're not doing it to your standard, then you, you work that out. Yeah. But be careful how you correct people. I was going to say that too, because remember, mm-hmm. we're all adults out here. Right. So when you're using a word, I, do you correct them? Mm-hmm. Um, I need you to be careful with that because you have to remember mm-hmm. you're speaking to another adult. Right. Um, you're speaking to your spouse. You're speaking to, it should be, in most cases, you're speaking to your best friend. Right. Um, you're speaking to a, a contemporary. You're not speaking to an underling. You're not speaking to mm-hmm. a child. Mm-hmm. You're not speaking to someone who reports to you. Right. Um, you're, you're speaking to a contemporary. Mm-hmm. So when you're using the words, um, should I correct them? Um, first of all, I think you, you're going into it with, a, with the wrong <laughs> mindset, um, thinking that you have the right to correct them. Like a teacher-student kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, like a teacher-student thing. But also, uh, what I'm going to say to that is that um, in life, you need to pick your battles. Mm-hmm. Because what it sounds like is that you want to argue. Mm-hmm. And so you're going to be arguing about one or two things. Mm-hmm. Are you going to argue about you did the dishes, but I don't like the way you did the dishes? <laughs> right. <laughs> are you going to argue about the fact that you didn't do the dishes? Mm-hmm. For me, I'd just rather you do the dishes. Just do the dishes. Dishes are done. Because I won't do it. It's done. It's done. So why am I why am I nitpicking? Mm-hmm. Because instead of when you put them in the rack, instead of putting it plate, plate, saucer, saucer, dish, um, bowl, you put bowl, plate, salsa, bowl, dish, and it's not in order. So now you <laughs> want to complain about. Mm-hmm. But the dishes are clean. But they're clean. But they're done. Yeah. So for me, it's it's pick your battles. Mm-hmm. Is, is this a battle worth fighting? Is this something worth getting aggravated over? Right. Because you, you did the laundry, mm-hmm. but I just don't like the way you fold. Mm-hmm. What are we doing here? Yeah. So not the fact that not the fact that you're helpful, mm-hmm. because I think what happens is that we we have a tendency in life to overlook the good things. Yeah. To find something bad. Yeah, absolutely. Because there are so many there are so many people who complain that their spouses don't help in any way. In any way. Whatsoever, as and they whatsoever. say. They don't, as whatsoever. They don't contribute in any way. Mm-hmm. And, and this goes both ways. It's not just yeah. for the women complaining about the men, but mm-hmm. it's the men complaining about women as well, mm-hmm. where they don't help with the kids. They don't do the housework. Mm-hmm. They don't help with the housework. They don't cook. Mm-hmm. They don't do the dishes. They don't wash the car. They don't mm-hmm. put gas in. There's so many things that we talk about we don't do. Mm-hmm. So when we're having a conversation about you have a significant other, you have a spouse, you have someone who is helping, mm-hmm. who does something, who right. does the dishes, who does the laundry, who cleans the bathroom, is just not to your Stand. liking. It's yeah. not to your standards. What are we really doing? And I think, too, when it comes to that, when you're asking them to do it, you already know they're not going to do it the way that you like it. So what you mad about? Like, it's not, if this was the first time ever, okay, let's just backtrack. If this was the first time ever 
y'all a couple, y'all just got married, y'all did never live together, and then they do this thing, and you be like, hey, bae, um, is it by chance can you do wipe down the sink or the cabinets or whatever the case? I'm just making something up, um, because. I, that's what I every night afterwards. That's what I like to do. So, is it possible on your night? Can you do that as well? You know, and show them. Now, let's say down the road you realize that they're still not doing it at that point. It's going to agitate you and aggravate you because you've you've had the discussion, baby. Can you? But now you know that's not a that's not what they do. They forgot. So now there's only two things that can happen. You're going to either wipe it down yourself or be agitated about it, right? And so you said to yourself, you know what? I've said it to them several times and they're not doing it. So you know what? I'm just I'm gonna I'm gonna do it because I know I appreciate them cleaning the kitchen. I just know that they keep forgetting to do this one thing. Don't battle on that. Don't battle on that. They they it's not just it's not what they do. And so now you just wipe it down and go on about your business because what's going to happen is you're going to keep agitating yourself every single time. Or you're going to, if you're not going to, agit- or you're just going to be doing the kitchen every single time. Yeah. You are now officially the kitchen person. You're going to be the kitchen person. You're you going to be forever on kitchen person. duty because you have to be careful with that because, and once again, we're speaking from experience because my wife and I ran to this before mm-hmm. I'm on both sides where. She was doing something, and I always had something to say about it. Mm-hmm. And it got to the point where, A, she felt unappreciated. Um, she started to feel like nothing that she could do was good enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and she and to the point that she just stopped doing it altogether. Mm-hmm. And it happened to me as well where I would do some things, and I, I really put in effort to do it. It's mm-hmm. not like I was half-stepping. Mm-hmm. It's not like I was just barely doing it. I was really putting in effort to do what she mm-hmm. asked me to do. Mm-hmm. But once again, it wasn't to her expectation of what it should be. Mm-hmm. And so and it got to the point where I felt like nothing I could do was ever good enough. Mm-hmm. It's like, so what's the point? You know, yeah. what's the point of me continuously doing the kitchen if you're always going to come behind me mm-hmm. and redo it or right. you're always going to come behind me and find something then do it yourself then do it yourself mm-hmm. and and just leave me out of the equation yeah and so and before we get to that point like i said so just for me with that question is it's pick your battles yeah it's ev- is every battle worth fighting yeah it's and because for me once again if they're doing it, mm-hmm. it's a different conversation. If if you ha- if you have to do everything yourself, are well, you saying they're not doing nothing? They're not contributing in any way. Mm-hmm. That's a different conversation. Yeah. But if the conversation is they are doing it, they are being helpful. They contribute. It just doesn't please my eye. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have done it that way. I I wouldn't have done it that way. Oh, then you on your own. Then do it yourself. Then do it yourself. All right, I'm gonna get one more question, and we gonna we gonna call it a whole a whole episode a whole episode. All right, what else you got? All right, I'm gonna get us because some of these things are long. Okay, how are you able to get to 22 years? Oh Lord, with a lot of prayer. <laughs> A lot of prayer. Wait, I'm not finished. It says, how, "Oh, there's how, more." Uh, how do you do the everyday? Oh, okay, no, actually, this it's a this is a simply complex answer. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you make it to how did well? I'm going to talk about us. How did we make it to 22 years? Mm-hmm. We made it to 22 years because we took it day by by day. day. Yeah, there's an old television show that I used to enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, they they remade it. I wasn't too fond of the remake, mm-hmm. but hey. And it was called 
One, one day, day at a time. time. I knew you were going to talk about that. Was the name of the show. Mm-hmm. It was called One Day at a Time. Mm-hmm. And for us, we have to take our marriage one day at a time. Mm-hmm. Every day I wake up, I wake up making choices. Mm-hmm. And the choices I make every day is that every day I choose to love my wife. Mm-hmm. Every day I choose to be her husband. Mm-hmm. Every day I choose to be the best husband I can for that day. Mm-hmm. And every so that's what I do. So every day I take it a day at a time. I, I can't worry about what kind of husband I'm going to be in five years. Mm-hmm. I can't worry about what type of husband I'm going to be in 10 years. The only thing I can worry about is what type of husband am I going to be today in this moment? Yeah. And today in this moment, I do everything I can to be the best version of the husband that she needs. Mm-hmm. Now, do I always succeed? No, I don't because I'm human and I'm flawed and I have errors. Mm-hmm. So there's sometimes in those moments that I'm a jerk. There's sometimes in those moments where I'm short. There's sometimes in those moments where I'm mean. There's sometimes in those moments where I say things out of the way that hurts her feelings. So there's sometimes in those moments where I have to come, I have to double back mm-hmm. and apologize for my yeah. behavior within those moments. Yeah, vice versa. Yeah. But but within those moments, I never not choose even when I make a mistake or even when I misstep, I never not choose mm-hmm. to love her. Yeah. I never not choose to be her husband. I never not choose mm-hmm. to be the best version of a husband that she needs. Mm-hmm. So for me, how did I make it twenty two years? Is because every day, one day at a time, yeah, I made choices. Yeah, I first you stole my answer. I felt like you stole my answer. Oh, I'm sorry. You know, because I was gonna say the same thing. I choose it every single day when I wake up. I choose, and I'm not only do I choose, but I'm thankful, and I also understand that every day that we're on the same team. Right. Because again, for me personally, 22 years, I feel like we're babies in the game. Yeah. For for me, for me, I guess because we know couples that are married so much longer than we yeah. are that we feel like we're like truly babies. Do we have some knowledge? Absolutely. Do we have some nuggets to give absolutely do we have different perspectives absolutely but I think that we're still new in the game and so the way that it works for me is I'm trying to learn him every single day like he said I'm not I'm not only do I choose it I'm trying to learn him he may not be the same person he was last month or last week or whatever so I gotta learn that I gotta know that because we're human and I choose to and it's funny because when you think about it <laughs> time flies by so fast because you're not you're not concerning yourself with the time. Yeah. You're concerning yourself with the moments. You're concerning yourself with loving that person or being with that person. So we don't not that we don't have a, a goal for our marriage for whatever year or whatever the case is, but it's not that. It is more so. But what can we do is have a goal for this moment where we together right now. Yeah. And I think that's where it that's where it is for us for right now and how we've been able to sustain this because you know you know how i'll give you you know how it's monday today and you'll look up like it's thursday yeah where did the time go you know and it's like that but i want i don't want to just say where the time go and if someone asked me where did the time go i want to be able to give an uh, uh, answer and so that only way that you can do that is by being in the moment so that's just my thought process on and it also can I just add one thing yeah, to that before we wrap it up mm-hmm. um, also um, how did we make it 22 years and how can you make it 22 years mm-hmm. is that what what we learned early in our marriage 
is that you have to surround yourself mm-hmm. with the right people. Yeah. And we were blessed. Um, one of the one of the the foundational couples um, mm-hmm. that that has been along this twenty two year journey for the Crenshaws. Mm-hmm. They were. I was four years old when they got married. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Yeah, That's I was so four. They've been married. So I'm gonna listen to them. Yeah, they've been married over forty years. I'm gonna listen to them people. And they're still together. Mm-hmm. Um, it hasn't always been pretty. Um, it hasn't always been easy. Mm-hmm. But they chose. A. They chose to put God in their marriage, mm-hmm. and B. They chose their marriage. Yeah. And they made a conscious decision that no matter what came their way that they would always fight for their marriage. Yeah. And there's so much that we gleaned from that couple. Mm-hmm. And not only that couple, but we- So many couples. So many, because yeah. the one beautiful thing is that throughout these 22 years, we've been blessed with couples, to be surrounded by couples who've been married for five years, mm-hmm. been married for 10 years, for 20 years, for 30 years, mm-hmm. for 50 years. Mm-hmm. We've been surrounded by newlyweds. So what we always try to do, we always try to surround ourselves with a core group mm-hmm. of of married couples who are not perfect. Mm-hmm. We, you never look for anybody perfect because if somebody tells you they're perfect, that you got problems with that. Mm-mm. But when we look for couples who take their marriage serious, who love their marriage mm-hmm. and will do everything they can to fight for their marriage. Absolutely. And that's the way we've been able to last for 22 years is that we take it a day at a time and then we surround ourselves with couples who marriage means as much to them as it does to us. Yeah. And I think that one of the things that our uh, foundational mentors made sure that we understood to put God in the center of everything and pray together and love each other and take it one step at a time. But know that you need to be praying for one for another. That was so important in putting God in the center of everything that you do. And so that's what we've been able to do. We're not perfect at it. Oh, but we try. No, not perfect we at all. We try so much, yeah. so much. I read this. What you um, read, baby? I just want to, this is my final thing that I want to say. This is your final thought? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Um, And this is to the women. Um, I don't know where this came from. It's in, It was in my phone. I have a lot of notes about prayers for husbands and stuff like that. I pray for Sanchez earnestly all the time. But it says, pray regularly for your husband. You are the most influential person in his life use that influence for good oh wow and so do me if i ever said it again it says that pray regularly for your husband you are the most influential person in his life use that influence for good and so i have to read this sometime i don't even know where it came from i have to read that sometimes just remind myself that i influence my husband by being the best version of myself right. and not only that but praying for him that he will be the best version of himself and making sure that when he lets the walls down because he trusts me that I use the influence that I know I have over him that he will that I will use it for good because sometimes we have so much influence, what I call that good old pillow talk (laughs) to get our spouse to do anything that we want. Right. Right. But I always want to make sure that what I'm asking Sanchez to do or what I'm asking him to be or what I need from him, that the influence that I know I have over him, that I use it for good. Right. Because if it's good for him, it's always going to be good for me, you know? And so that's my, um, final say in reference to us being married 22 years as well got you 
Well, baby, I think that's a good place to end it. We can end it. Um, oh, my goodness. Yeah, my final thought is going to be, it's not necessarily a thought. Mm-hmm. It's a just family thank you. Um, thank we, you, We yes. said this in the beginning oh. of this episode, but I, I just want to thank reiterate you. that how much this journey has meant to mm-hmm. us. Um, your support, your love. Um, your feedback. Um, yeah. If you feel like we've fallen off, then you fit, you are free to tell us, and you mm-hmm. tell us, and you you know, and you love us, and you yeah, thank you, and you you know, you just provide such great insight mm-hmm. to what we do and how we do it, and perspective, and perspective, perspective. and so family. Once again, we just thank you. We thank you so much for these last two years. Yeah, thank um, you. It's been Bravo. amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, to be on this journey with you and yes. we're looking forward to another two and another two yes. and another two so we just thank you and yeah. and that's going to be my final thought there I just want to thank the family yeah. and our prayer is that we've blessed you in some type of way or you've heard something that has blessed you um, and that is taking you to the next level and if you have any prayers for us to take us to the next level as well pray for us and keep us in your thoughts and in your hearts and yeah. your mind and once again we appreciate you thank you for listening these these last these two years yeah and family just thank you however you're listening whether it's on itunes whether it's podbean whether it's spotify whether it's google podcast whether it's amazon music whether it's iHeartRadio, mm-hmm. or on our own personal website at www.thecrenshawcorner.com um, as always, we consider ourselves an interactive podcast, yes. which means we can be found on the socials. We're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, all in the Crenshaw mm-hmm. Corner. And of course, you can email us at any time at thecrenshawcorner at gmail.com. Once again, thecrenshawcorner at gmail.com. Yes. Family, you can find us on YouTube. We have a YouTube um, station, which yes. is the Crenshaw Dude. Corner. Um, please go there, um, watch the videos, um, like, um, comment, share. Um, subscribe please make sure you click the notification bell to be notified when new uh, videos are uploaded and then family just as always welcome to our journey we love you guys bye